0: Be Wealthy and Smart, episode 156. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about Airbnb, Masterminds, and Mindset. This is a little bit of a hodgepodge, a different type of a podcast for me, but I just wanted to share some thoughts and ideas with you and opinions as well and sort of have a little conversation about what's been going on lately. Last week, I ventured out from Palm Desert area to San Diego, about two and a half hour drive from my home, And I had some business meetings coming up, but I thought it would be kind of fun to get out of the desert heat. It's been about 111 degrees here, believe it or not. Very hot. And I would go to San Diego where it's cooler and go a few days early before my business meetings. So I decided to rent an Airbnb for a couple of days. And I had a lot of fun going on their website. I had never used Airbnb before and I'd been kind of intrigued by it and have been wanting to do it for a while. So I found a cute little place in San Diego with a very nice kitchen with granite countertops and stainless steel appliances. It looked brand new with comfortable couches and a big screen TV. And I thought, great, I'll just stay downtown in this nice little apartment condo, whatever it is and have a great time. So I showed up on Wednesday. And it's very interesting when you use Airbnb, everything's, of course, digital. So we had emails that went back and forth. We had text messages that went back and forth. Before I was checking in, I got some text messages to a Google document about all these instructions of how to check in where the key was. And it turns out it was in an apartment building that was brand new that had a leasing office on the main floor. So this person who was leasing the Airbnb was very concerned that I not contact the leasing office. So already I was feeling kind of like, gosh, am I doing something wrong? This feels a little like weird energy to be, you know, having to avoid the leasing office and sneak around. And I kind of, I don't know, I kind of felt a little guilty for no reason, really, because I wasn't doing anything dishonest, but it just felt really weird. So anyway, the key was in a lockbox. And I finally found the lockbox and got into the unit. And it was just as the picture showed. It was very nice, a one bedroom, really lovely. And Uh, So I had a great time and got my bags in there and went to the grocery store, which was just around the corner. So super convenient. And so that way I could have some of my meals out. I had dinner out that night and uh, went to a fun uh, restaurant and then could have breakfast at home. And anyway, it was just really convenient and nice. And I got to watch some movies and it was just a really great way to unwind And relax. But I do have to say that, again, just that weird, guilty sort of feeling was really odd. And I was coming back from the grocery store, and there was like a gentleman in a navy blue suit who was standing in front of the garage door into the, you know, the group parking area. And I thought, well, that's really weird. It looks like he's looking for someone or waiting to catch someone or I don't know, it was just kind of a weird vibe. So, uh, I went around the block for a while and went into another grocery store and did some shopping around there and just kind of killed some time and came back around and just ignored him and went into my unit and everything was fine and anyway it was just kind of a strange experience but uh, it was really fun and everything was nice and clean and I slept like a log and that was great. So I spent a couple fun days there just hanging out doing some work on my computer on Wi-Fi and walking around downtown San Diego, and just really had a nice couple of days, just a little bit of a mini vacation there, and it was really fun. So I definitely have to say that Airbnb was as expected, and it was a pleasant experience, and I wrote a good review for the uh, person I rented from, and that was really fun. So after I left my Airbnb place, I checked into the Westin on Broadway, and we had lunch with some of my mastermind group. So I have a multiple streams of income mastermind that I've been working with all this year. And they're learning about how to automate their business and have multiple streams of income. And we've been having a lot of fun with that. So we had some of the mastermind members there. I rented a the suite at the Westin and we met in my room, and we reviewed their businesses, and I showed a really cool video that you might want to take a look at because one of my uh, Mastermind attendees actually it brought her to tears. It was so touching, and she felt it was really appropriate for a member of her family to see. And um, it was a video of the former CEO of Burberry, And her name is Angela Arentz. And Angela actually has been hired away now, and she works for Apple. Apparently, Apple paid her $80 million to, I believe, oversee their branch system and the expansion of their Apple stores. But before that, she was president of Burberry and talked about how, you know, in a creative business like fashion, how you can stay to your core of your brand and how you can, uh, expand it and how she felt they could go from having a wholesale business to a retail business. And they basically doubled their revenues and profits uh, in five years. And that was a year ahead of expectations. She talks about using intuition and paying attention to intuition. It's a really different talk. And it was an interview by Sal Kahn of the Khan Academy, which is that free learning academy where he teaches people mathematics, but he also has a series of interviews with CEOs. So if you want to go and listen to that interview with Angela, I think you'd really enjoy it, especially if you're an entrepreneur. And that's over on my Linda P. Jones fan page at facebook.com forward slash Linda P. Jones fan page. You can go over and uh, listen to that recording. You can also see pictures from our little mastermind retreat over there as well. But we had a really good time. We reviewed people's businesses. For those of you who aren't familiar with the term mastermind, and you're wondering, is this a form of brainstorming or what is it? Well, it is kind of similar to brainstorming. It comes from a term used in the book, Think and Grow Rich. And it's when everyone brainstorms and focuses on ideas for one person's business at a time. And it's incredibly powerful. It's kind of like a mini focus group that you know how companies have—they do research with focus groups and they get feedback from focus groups. It's kind of like that, except you're a group of entrepreneurs that all focus on someone's business, and then you give that feedback. And um, it's just a really productive way to, you know, get a tagline, a business name, a product name, uh, pricing, marketing plans, whatever it is you need in your business a mastermind can be a really effective way to do that. And I've been parts of masterminds, um, several masterminds in the past, I think I've been a member of four, five, five years with masterminds, actually, and um, really, really productive and fun and just really valuable. So we had some productive meetings, and nice dinners, and uh, also some fun. And it was just really, really a good couple of days. And then after my mastermind ended, I had a friend who was in town. And so I got to have lunch with my friend. And he's really amazing, because he's kind of like a younger version of Warren Buffett, in the sense that he's buying businesses, and uh, really a, a super smart businessman, And uh, we had an interesting conversation because he's mentoring a lot of the businesses that he's buying part of. And what he said was he was really surprised that mindset seemed to be the main issue with a lot of the business owners. And I kind of smiled and said, you know, that's interesting you say that because step one of the six steps to wealth is create a wealthy mindset because it really is so important. And something I found that most millionaires really worked on and read books and educated themselves and uh, spent time working on their mindset. and. That led me to a video of Sarah Blakely, who is the CEO of Spanx, who is also a woman billionaire. There aren't too many of those around. So when that happens, they get my attention. And interestingly enough, in this video, she talks about her mindset and how she read Wayne Dyer's book, How to Be a No Limit Person, over and over and over, and actually memorized a big part of it. And I thought that was so fascinating. But what she also said, was that her father was the type of man that taught her to embrace failure. So he would say to her, what did you try today and fail at? And she had to give him responses. This is when she was growing up. She had to give him responses to something she had tried and perhaps failed at. And then he would congratulate her and give her positive feedback for trying something outside her comfort zone, for experimenting, for doing something new and different. And even though she failed, he would praise her. And so she said she had a whole different attitude of what failure means. And to her, failure is not trying. It's not about trying and being rejected. It's about not trying, which I thought was such a great thing for this woman to say and a great mindset to have when you're in business and you're trying to get ahead or Even when you're trying to start investing and maybe you're just getting into it and and you're having to learn and you're having to, you know, have some fits and starts and it's not going smoothly for you exactly right away. All of those things in life are so important. But that lesson of, you know, it's important to try even if it doesn't go right, that's not a failure. What the failure is, is when you don't try. So let me ask you this and let's have you think about this. Are you afraid of failure? Are you afraid to take action and fail or take action and look like you're failing or look like it wasn't successful? Does that keep you from even trying? And are you trying to be perfect? Are you afraid of not being perfect and of having something not go your way so you don't even try? So those are some questions to ask yourself. And I think that could be very enlightening. I also will put this video of Sarah Blakely talking about her mindset on my Facebook fan page. So you can go to again, facebook.com forward slash Linda P Jones fan page, and you'll find it there. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show.